Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's uh, podcast called the Ripple Effect Podcast. We uh, are so glad that you've joined us here, whether you're watching this online or whether you're listening to this on the go. Uh, This podcast uh, is a kind of behind-the-scenes look at what is going on at Timberlake Christian Church. It gives you some uh, information of what's coming up and also helps us to highlight some different ministries or people uh, in our congregation. Uh, here in the studio this week, I'm joined by uh, Mary Green. I'm glad that she is here with us today. And we have a newbie, Ray Williams is here uh, from, uh, we'll get to him in a minute, uh, from the high school and uh, also a member here at this church. Um, but before we do that, we have to let you know that um, this week we do not have a sponsor. It's a sad week. Uh, we're missing out on uh, millions and millions of sponsorship dollars, but hopefully next week we'll be able to make up for it. So let's get right to the recap of Sunday morning. Sunday morning we had uh, Salonique, uh, one of our missionaries that we support from Living Water Ministries in Haiti. He actually spoke this past Sunday, uh, and it was a great Sunday. Probably the best Sunday at Timberlake Christian Church we've ever had. Ray, where were you at Sunday? (laughs) Well, I've unfortunately missed Ah! uh, the greatest Sunday at Timberlake. Um, I was in Kansas City spending Mother's Day with my mom. um, We we took my mom and uh, our son out to... Sea life in Kansas City and Ooh, got to nice. see the aquarium and, nice. and see all the cool fish and stuff like that. So that's awesome. That's a great place. That's a great way to spend a Sunday that with is your a, mom. That is a good way. I can't even be mad at it. Um, uh, Mary, how was your Sunday? It was good. Was busy. it? It was busy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was one of those Sundays where you know I did announcements on stage and then ran back to my next thing and then you know, did it again, and then taught, and then did the welcome lunch, and then had the elders meeting, so it was kind of one of those, you get home at the end of the Sunday, and you're like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I I still think we need tunnels. You know how, like, <laughs> senators and congressmen have tunnels mm-hmm. to get from one side of the building to others, so that they can get the things quickly. That's why we need a tunnel here, for, so I can get from backstage out to the front, so you can get from your wing up to the stage. I'm just telling, I think we need tunnels. It does help us get our <laughs> steps in. Yeah, it does help us. Um, Salonique uh, has been a part of your life forever, well, for a long, long, long time. Yeah. And this was, he said on Sunday, this was the first time uh, in 27-ish years that he has uh, been here and... Uh, your mom was not here. Yes. Was it an emotional weekend for you? How was that? Um, it was great to see him because, you know, even before she passed, she was longing to see him. Mm. And with COVID and his visa and his paperwork expiring and then the embassies not being open and not being able to get that paperwork and then all the glitches that went along with that, you know, he would want to come, she would want to see him, and then it would just fall apart. And so um, it was. It was bittersweet to have him here and not have mom making me do the list of errands that meant Sonic was <laughs> the more, coming, the, buy all the favorite all food, the more work. <laughs> you know, change the bed, you know, yeah. do all because she really, yeah. he was her child, and she looked forward to him just like any mother looks forward to her son coming home. Yeah. So for those of you who didn't catch it on Sunday, I know sometimes uh, it was hard to understand if Sonic said something quickly, but. Um, Mary's mom, Jan, kind of adopted Salonique. It started when my dad was preaching in Haiti, mm-hmm. and, and Salonique was his translator. Yep. And that happened a couple of years, and mm-hmm. so then my dad sponsored him to come to Bible college, 
and he got married, and so they have been, they were with him from the before beginning. he started his ministry at Living Water to, yeah. Yeah. till until they passed. Yeah. So. so he affectionately calls her Mom Green. Yeah. And uh, so it was just a, it was a we sweet moment. We tease that he's the dark green of the family. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a very black man, right? He's, he's a dark man. He's a Haitian. He's a very dark man. Uh, dark skinned man. Well, it was, it was wonderful. I would encourage you that if you, if you missed his sermon, I would encourage you to watch it, but I would encourage you with this caveat. We had technical glitches on Sunday, so the well, you can hear him as he preaches. Skip the music, though. The music is not worth listening to. It was, uh, hard. It sounds kind of uh, rough. But anyway, we, we love Salonique. We love uh, Living Water Ministries in Haiti, and uh, we hope that you listen to his sermon. It was very encouraging to hear someone in Haiti talk about Jesus had enemies, and so do you, but you don't have to worry about those enemies. It was just, he tells he told one story. I'm going to tell you, Ray, because you weren't okay. there. And for anybody else who wasn't there, he told this one story about how people call him to threaten to kill him, right? So they try to kill him outside of his home, and they threaten, they say, we're going to come inside your home now and kill you. And and from the stage, he, this is what he, he said, and I started to laugh. And then he just, he was laughing to them on the phone, he's laughing on the stage, and my wife, it really impacted her she's like these people really do want to kill him and he's laughing at them because he's like if you're going to kill me that's fine i'll be with jesus if not i'm going to keep doing the work that god has for me and that kind of confidence knowing i don't have to fear i'm going to have enemies because jesus had enemies and i follow him but i don't have to uh, fear them so it's very very good Okay, we need to move to TLCC top three. The first thing that you need to know about is the men's breakfast uh, that's happening this Saturday here at the church building. We're going to meet together at 7.30. Um, this is something we've been wanting to start for a while. We've got a couple different men's groups that are kind of meeting and doing some things. We wanted something church-wide for men to start coming together. So um, we're going to do it at different locations uh, off-site probably, but the first one we're going to do it here uh, at the church building at 7.30. There's going to be some breakfast, some coffee. We'll have some devotion and sharing time, praying together, uh, and also we're going to get together and do a little um, assembling of some gifts for Mother's Day, uh, which happens this Sunday. So that's the men's breakfast, which happens here at the church, 7.30, Saturday morning. Um, the next thing we want to highlight is Mother's Day. It's coming up. This Sunday, but there's also something else going on uh, this weekend, and that's graduations, right? Yeah. Um, does the high school have graduations this weekend? Yeah, yep, we've got graduation this weekend, uh, six thirty. Six thirty on Sunday. 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 Yep. Yep. Six thirty in the morning on Sunday. That's crazy. For <laughs> six thirty. <laughs> so high school has graduation on Sunday. The Christian College, Central Christian College, has their graduation on Friday. Friday. Um, and I am, I don't have any graduations. It's been a weird year for me. There's usually like graduation party after graduation party. We don't have very many this year and it's nice. I don't know if you guys like. <laughs> there are years where, you know, you're trying to squeeze insane. two or three in an each day and it is. And you have to budget like, okay, how much am I going to give them? Cause I've got 19 to go to. Oh my goodness. Uh, so we do, we got Mother's Day coming up, uh, this Sunday. So, uh, make sure you plan for that. And then. Uh, the graduations that are happening. The last thing we want to let you know about is just a reminder of VBS announcement. Um, Mary, would you take this one? Where do they go to sign up? Um, what's the launch pad that I've been hearing about? What do we do? 
the launch pad is something new and Jesse Harper has created it and it's a really great resource. If you go to the church's website, www.tlcc.church mm -hmm. and you go over to the events and you click on events and it comes down and VBS will pop up. If you click on that logo that says Stellar, it will take you and then if the next page will have Launchpad in a big blue box. And if you click on that, you can see how to sign up to volunteer, what roles we're still looking for, dates, you can register a child, you can order a t-shirt, you can do all these amazing things. Everything's right there. Everything is right there on the VBS Launchpad, so if you, but you get to it through the website. Yeah. So the website, events, Stellar, and then the Launchpad, and we'll take you, there's a countdown, she's got it all it's a cool very countdown. well organized. Yeah. If, so that means if you're a parent, and you get to VBS, and you're like, I haven't registered. Do I get a T-shirt here? It's the day of VBS. You've, you've totally missed it. You're without excuse because they've done the work for you to get it ahead of time, and it's beautiful, and it's well done. So if you are have a child or grandkids or neighbor friends that you want to get signed up for VBS, that's where you go, tlcc.church. Go to the events page, and you'll see the links there to get on this launch pad, and it'll help you plan ahead. Yeah. VBS is for children aged four through those entering fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And um, it's from nine to noon. And we send them home with lunch. So, um, and we have volunteers of all kinds. We have volunteers that work with kids, that work with numbers like registration and putting them in crews, that lead games that fix lunch for the adults. Yeah, if you don't like kids, you still, there's stuff you could still you do. You can run sound. Yeah, there's stuff you can still do <laughs> if you don't like kids. Okay, so there are your announcements for the uh, TLCC Top 3. Men's breakfast this Saturday. Don't forget Mother's Day and graduation. And then uh, go to tlcc.church and click on the events page, and you'll see all the information about uh, VBS. Okay, let's get back to Ray. Uh, Ray, you are, uh, you've been living in Moberly for how long now? Uh, we'll be living in Moberly... I think this is year three. Year three. Oh. And, right, you um, you came to Mobley to work at the high school, correct? Correct, yep. And what do you do there? I'm the assistant principal. The assistant principal. He's uh, Mr. Head Honcho, guys. <laughs> and um, if someone gets in trouble, they see this dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, uh, why, why did you get into teaching? Like, why go down that path? It's not um, an easy path. No, it's, it's not. And definitely in today's age, there's just... You know, even in the decade I've been in education, has changed tremendously. Mm -hmm. um, but I got into it because I had a lot of teachers that made a huge impact in my life. Um, they took the time to get to know me, encourage me, um, invest in me. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the biggest thing, you know. Um, I just kind of reflect back to one of the biggest people that had a, big, had a huge impact on my life, and that was my wrestling coach. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he, he really pushed me. Uh, mentally, physically, academically, uh, to be the very best I could be, and you know, I just want to continue passing that down to to the future generation that we're working with every day. Mm. That's great. So we wanted to bring you on this week specifically to highlight our teachers. Um, is it Teacher Appreciation Week? I think it's here? Teacher Appreciation yeah. Week. Is yeah. it Teacher Appreciation? Yes. Okay, yeah, look at how great we planned this. <laughs> so. So in teacher appreciation, we know that teachers go through so much, and we're grateful for all the teachers. Um, Mary, how many teachers just in your your section of the church do you have to have each week to make a Sunday morning go off? I think it was 36. When 30, I, I think it. it's 36, yeah. Which means you have to have 36 
teachers just to make a Sunday morning go off where you don't have kids running around like crazy, which is which is a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of people. So let's, we're not going to talk about the frustrations of recruiting and the frustrations of volunteers and all of that. Let's just talk about the positive impact that teachers can make. Uh, you alluded to it a little bit in, in school. What about in churches? You've been in church your whole life. Uh, did you have some teachers outside of your parents that impacted you? And what do you see the importance of other people, other than parents, um, encouraging kids in, in uh, their walk with Jesus? I think it's really important because I think sometimes kids give more credence to something that a different adult says, mm -hmm. someone other than their parents. Mm -hmm. They can say the exact same thing that a parent would say, and for some reason kids can hear it better. And so I have always, always felt like it was important for kids to have five adults who were speaking truth into their lives, whether it was at, in public school, in church but five adults that were known and trusted, other than their parents, who gave good advice, who listened, who encouraged, who, you know, made them feel like they were important and they, they mattered. Yeah. And I think that that can make a huge difference. I, I think you see your parents using spiritual disciplines, reading the Bible, praying, and that's one thing. But then if you're at camp or you're somewhere else and some other adult that you trust is talking about God and their relationship with God. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's not just something that my parents are wanting me to do because it's important to them. This is important to other people too. Yeah. And sometimes um, adults who are not in your family can also speak into your giftedness. And they can say, you know what, you would be a really great teacher or you would be a great coach or you would be a great preacher or you can use those gifts that God's given you in amazing ways, pursue them. Yeah. You know, we need godly politicians and journalists and all the jobs. Assistant principals. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, because everyone affects the kids and that they're around. Yeah. So, Ray, I got a question for you. We're just going to get right into the nitty gritty now. Okay. Because you're a follower of Jesus. Yeah. Um, you have a lovely family, uh, Kayla, your wife, and Holland. Mm -hmm. uh, you are, uh, he's... Okay, don't tell me now. He's uh, got to be six, almost seven months old now? Six months. Six months, yep. okay. The only, the only reason I know that is because <laughs> you guys had your uh, son right after we had mm -hmm. ours. And actually, we were coming back from the hospital, and they were like, I think <laughs> we they were, were heading. Yeah, yeah, they, they, you guys they were the like heading, we were heading to the way. hospital. So, I was, okay, I got, I got this. Um, but you're a follower of Jesus, but you also work in the public school. And there, are, there, are, there is a line of thinking that says, get your kids away from public school. And we need to, as Christians, just kind of like remove ourselves and try to like protect ourselves. Yeah. But then there's another line of thinking that says, no, we need to go into that arena to right. implement change and help kids. So how do you, what, like, what is your thought process as a follower of Jesus going into a, a, a school system where... It, like you said, it's not the same that it was even 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, is there still value in in trying to go into that environment to help these kids? I, I think there absolutely is. Um, you know, there, there there are guidelines where you got to separate church and state. Yeah, you can't um, just bring your Bible and go right. smack kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although but, you might want to. <laughs> yes, some, some days, yeah. Um, but, you know... The, we're, we're, we're told we can't talk about it, but that doesn't mean our actions 
can't show it, mm. you know. And I, I try to work really hard every day to make sure my actions are what God and Jesus would want. Mm. Um, modeling for kids what compassion and grace, but yeah. also also having a, a understanding of what right and wrong is, you know. And and unfortunately in today's age, you know, we just we don't have a lot of that anymore. Mm. And it it's it's troubling and it's scary, um, but. I, I really think we need more godly people in public in schools so we can so we can continue to model that for for the future. So you you alluded to it a little bit with your wrestling coach. Was it your wrestling coach? Mm-hmm. Um, how important do you think it is for students to see good mo- role models in their life, especially some that might not have them at home or mm-hmm. around? Like, how impactful is is role models for them? It's it's vital. It's vital if you, if we aren't able to get kids connected to a positive role model, they they don't know what that what being a good person looks like. Mm-hmm. They don't know what hard work looks like. They don't know what um, you know being able to um, have grit and some tenacity looks like. And you know we we have to have those good role models in education. Um, does it ever is it does it ever feel like too much of a burden for you? Do you ever like kind of freak out? And be like these kids are looking to me, and <laughs> I, I don't have it all together. Like they're looking at me to like be a model for them, and I'm like I don't know if I can do this. Does that ever get to you a little bit? It does. It does because I know that my actions have an impact on these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both both positive and negative, and you know, I just it, it it's a huge undertaking, and it's a it's a big weight on my shoulder but it's it's something that I rely on God mm-hmm. and pray about and just ask you know to give me the strength and the courage to continue on and be what I need to be for the kids so you might not know the exact number but right now give me a rough estimate how many students are at the high school that you're working with I mean um, you're not working on with every single one but how many yeah. students are at the high school uh, we were we sit around 550 right now that's a lot. And that's just high school. Yeah. That's just high yeah. school kids. That's not even... And we have several teachers uh, in the church that work in the school districts, and some are in, you know, the elementary students, and mm-hmm. some are in middle school and, and around. And we know there are other uh, godly men and women who are ministering in the schools. What's, what's the biggest way the church, um, if someone doesn't, let's say, work in the school, but they know individuals that are teachers, what's the big, biggest way that you have been encouraged by the church or that other Christians have encouraged you that maybe somebody listening could say, I, I can't go into the school every day, but I can, maybe I can do this to help encourage teachers. Mm-hmm. I, I think just have a positive conversation with them. Um, I think there's a lot of negative outlook on education right now and yeah, everybody's got their opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most they of do. them based on zero facts. <laughs> right, right. You know, and, and a lot of our teachers are feel that, mm-hmm. um, and so I think they just need to see a lot of that positivity and let it be known that what they're doing is making a difference. Do you think I'm going? I'm going rogue here and off yeah. script. <laughs> do you think that in in let's just let's just keep it specific to Moberly. Do you think that there is more so a negative outlook on teachers in Moberly today from the general public than there has been in the past? I, I don't think so. I think it's just a nationwide thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just uh, just with everything that's happening politically in the world mm-hmm. and 
there's just a very strong negative outlook on education. Sure. Yeah. And that makes sense. Well, we do appreciate you, and we know that it's not easy being in an environment where you can't just do whatever you want, but you're also trying to be there for students who may not have anywhere else to go, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it does make a difference, and we want to continue to encourage you guys. Um, we're also very grateful for the volunteers and teachers here at Timberlake Christian Church, because even though we said 36 on a Sunday, there's even more than that for stuff like VBS and Wednesday night programming and, and all sorts of different things. So what we did, we're going to do something here live, um, well, for those of you who are watching. Uh, we compiled a list of names. Oh, don't lose that one. That might be me. <laughs> a I list didn't put of, your name in there. Oh, no. Even though you teach, I didn't put that's anybody fine. No, 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 that's fine, that's fine. We compiled a list of names of all the teachers we could think of. And we have three drawings. In the last couple of months. Right. Oh, this is just last couple of months. Yeah. Not ever, yeah. We've got three drawings, a third place, a second place, and a first place. And we have prizes for our teachers, uh, volunteer teachers, that we want to hand out. So, um, let's see. Let's go. Right, you're going to have to pick these. So, okay. we are yeah. we are biased yeah. uh, oh, people man. here. Absolutely. All right, so this is for third place. Uh-huh. It's a 25 yeah. dollars gift card to Central Christian College Bookstore. There you go. Okay, so this gifts, is... books. Okay. Don't mess up. I'll try not to. All right, here we go. Uh, we got Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Smith. Very good. Okay. Congratulations. Thank um, you very much. Corey will be very happy. Okay. It doesn't say Corey Smith. It says Jalen Smith. Absolutely. I'm just saying he'll be happy for, oh, okay. uh, for her. Okay. I thought you meant he was going to get to use it. No, I don't think so. Okay, just to make sure he's not cheating here, let's, let's mix these up. For those of you who can't see what's going on, I've just got a basket with names in it, and we're drawing names of teachers and volunteers for a prize. What's the next one? This one is $50 to Texas Roadhouse. Okay, you and I should put our names in there. We yeah. need, okay, yeah. here we go. I need, I need stay. Teacher number two, volunteer teacher number two is? Crystal Applegarth. Crystal, Crystal Applegarth. Very deserving, Woo! very deserving. That's good. Crystal does a great job, and she has always been so supportive and encouraging. Very deserved. Okay, Crystal Applegarth. Oh, we're going to get these to people. Yeah. Last one. Grand prize. $100 Visa card. $100. That means you could spend it wherever Visa is accepted, which is most, <laughs> most places. places. Okay. This is the big one. This, yeah. You cannot mess I, this I feel up. a lot of pressure here. Follow the Holy I Spirit. Need it. Okay. I think I got it. <laughs> we got Malia Douglas. Malia Douglas! <laughs> there you go. And I know right. Matt will be very happy too. But Malia, don't even tell him. Don't even tell him what happened here. Okay? Um, so there you go. Mary will get those prizes uh, to you. And uh, we are so grateful for all of our teachers. Um, I'm going to leave you with the blessing of the week. It comes from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 11. And I was thinking about teachers. And uh, oftentimes the role of teaching is a lot of pouring out. Um, and sometimes it, it doesn't always feel like you're recovering what you're giving. Um, and that's just the nature of teaching because, and maybe you could speak to this a little bit, um, teachers do way more than just teach curriculum. Yes, absolutely. Right, right? Right. <laughs> okay, do you, okay, so you, were you teaching before you went into the uh, administration. administrative side? Yes. What yeah. were you teaching? Um, I was a social studies teacher. Okay. So if you could just teach the material, how much easier would your job have been? Like not do anything else? Like It, it probably would have been actually harder. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you have to have those relationships with kids. And oh, if you man. don't have, them, have those relationships, you can't teach them. So it's almost as if they don't really care about the content that you're sharing until they know that you, you care, care about, about them. them. 
absolutely. It's the same it's same in church world as it is in, in, in the school world. So, but we know that it, it gives a lot. Like, you have to give a lot to care about these kids. You hear their situations. You hear their stories. Some good, some not so good. So here's, here's the verse. It's from Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24. Um, it says, One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and the one who waters will himself be watered. And the idea behind this passage is that when you give, it's going to benefit you as well. When you bless those around you, it's going to enrich your life. When you help water someone else's life, when you help give them what they need for nourishment, in the end, it's going to fulfill you as well. And I think that really, Jesus highlights that when he says it's more blessed to give than to receive, because when you just receive, um, sure, that's great, and sure, you can be grateful for it, but when you give, you're also receiving as well. You're receiving a blessing from God, uh, and so, particularly for our teachers, as you water those uh, individuals around you, those students around you, know that you are receiving blessing as well. When you give, uh, God is going to be blessing you as well because when you positively impact someone's life, it's one of the greatest blessings that you can receive to see someone's life changed because of what God is doing through you. So there's your blessing of the week. Uh, Ray, we're so grateful for you. Uh, we're grateful for your family. Thank you for the work that you do at the school. Um, do you have any final words you want to say to our mass audience here? <laughs> uh, no, just thank you guys for having me on. And um, I feel honored and blessed. And I'm very thankful and blessed for the great church family we've got here. And appreciate all you guys here at Timberlake and all of our teachers out there that are working hard every day to make a difference. So, yeah. Mary, last message to teachers or to the general audience? Yeah, thank you for giving yourself to impact a child, whether it's in the, in the school system or in the church, because they will remember it yeah. and it will make a difference. Yeah. And remember, even if you're not a teacher in a classroom, any interaction you have with, with students or children, uh, you can make the difference between uh, inspiring a kid, inspiring someone to remember, hey, they matter and God loves them and they have a future, um, you, can make, you can make a huge difference in their life. So uh, we love you all. That's it for this week's uh, episode of the Ripple Effect podcast. We are grateful that you're here and we'll see you next week. See you.